Another contribution to this segment on technology today, we're going to be talking about a couple of things, actually. Elon Musk, is a lot to say there. Tesla, Twitter, you name it, man. Next up, I'd like to talk about some data security. We touched base on that in the first episode on our segment of technology, but I'd like to just get around and speak about mostly, you know, what Apple's doing with their data security on all those sorts of things. And yeah, just throwing in there whatever comes to mind, man. My name is Brendan Nell. My name is Alan Fisser, and this is Finding Boyd. So basically, and in a nutshell, Elon Musk. Enough said, man. Where the hell do you want to begin with this one? Because I can name at least three things that we can start off with. Well, I do think there's quite a lot to say about the character that is Elon Musk. Um, but I think, quite frankly, if you would start talking about Elon Musk, I actually um, came to an interesting revelation the other day about him. Now, obviously, we all know he's this sci-fi type uh, billionaire which he uses his funds in order like with SpaceX and Tesla you know to make sci-fi reality send man, man to Mars etc but however a lot of people associate him with a real life Tony Stark you would say um, if you think about it um, I didn't know this but did you know that the film Iron Man 2 actually was a cameo we made in the film I never knew this mm-hmm. uh, when uh, watching this film as a kid it wasn't personally one of my favorite films but actually a large portion of the film was shot inside SpaceX and also outside of SpaceX building uh, which makes it pretty cool to me you know linking him as the Tony Stark of the real world and actually making a cameo in the actual Iron Man movie Mm. Now that but Iron Man 2 was a badass movie anyways like that was where you because the MCU kicked off so like mm. they, they just it's one of the sequels that's really up there but uh, okay so SpaceX and factories and whatever Elon Musk at the end of May send an e- sent an email to the employees of Tesla in a nutshell ordering them back to work like none of this work from home stuff like we are coming back into the office Um, and there were some mixed reviews on that one you know Elon Musk said in his email you know there are of course companies that don't require this but when was the last time they shipped a great new product it's been a while Mr. Musk wrote in the email to his staff so he, he obviously wants to live up to Tesla's important reputation and deliver products that will change the world in the course of mankind but you know, the, the, the problem with this is that, put it lightly, in May 2020, Tesla opened up one of its factories in uh, Fremont, California. And this was despite the lockdowns at the time in California and cases soared. Um, so that's, that's one thing. Um, and then some of the employees on an app called Blind, which essentially is an anonymous app so you have to register 
um, your email address that you have with your workplace so they can establish that you know you are really an employee of these companies you're anonymously talking about so they gave some mixed reviews about they were like well, what if we all just up and left like you how are you going to achieve your projects now if we all just if we wanted to not that there's a strike or anything at this point in time um, whereas other companies like twitter and we will get to this in a minute twitter ceo tweeted that you know they're slowly reopening back for the employees to come back to office like it's you know same with alphabet google's parent company you know just gradually come back to work second last point um elon musk said no to remote work uh there was a reply on twitter about you know asking about this and that about the employees and he just simply replied well they should pretend to work somewhere else <laughs> and lastly man yeah i actually read this morning that uh, south africa is lifting all of its restrictions so if you're a mm. tourist you want to return back to the country you don't have to show your vaccination status and uh face masks are no longer a requirement just on the, the bombshell of people returning to office in these COVID phases i mean it's been so long we've been in this pandemic and we've had so many uh, phases lockdown phases etc which was kind of weird and anticlimactic the way it happened because there was no actual meeting with the president or anything on television it was just merely overnight well face masks are gone which is probably in my opinion the most revolutionary uh, breakthrough at the moment i mean it's kind of weird i mean have you got, gone to going into a shop this morning not wearing a face mask you kind of feel like your face is completely nude which is so kind of weird um in a sense but yes i think as a country in every way everyone is pretty flattered about the idea that we don't have to wear face masks anymore. I mean, restrictions on gatherings are also finished. And I think finally our hospital system is now capable of dealing with it. So yeah, I can't believe it. Two years later, here we are. Yeah, now it's weird not wearing face masks, hey? Very weird. On the note of Twitter, Elon Musk and the current CEO of Twitter um, tweeting that, you know, come back gradually as need be. Uh, Elon Musk has obviously put in a bid to buy Twitter. That's a pretty penny for a, a social media platform. Um, I do know that there's been a couple of things that have gone on in the meantime. It's, it hasn't been, nothing has at, the, at this stage been approved yet. Nothing's gone through. He's just put the bid in. He's got the board of directors at Tesla on board. He's been leveraging some personal assets to you know, make up the funds. But to like try and counter the price and get it a bit lower, some experts reckon Elon Musk um, did what he did, which is um, he asked for a report from Twitter directly to state how many accounts are bot accounts. So that's a bit of a, a strategy to you know obviously say, well, Twitter isn't one hundred percent you know uh, active, so some some dead accounts or what have you. Like I'm quite aware of the acquisition. I haven't been following it as rampantly or clearly as you which in terms of like my elon musk research i've looked more towards his background and how he started out you know when he's born in south africa still uh, a united states um citizen um however which i find is quite interesting is um how he dropped out of grad school in stanford after two days um to start up um his own company, which was uh, Zip2, if I'm correct. And just think to myself, it's such a bold move, only two days into grad school in such an institution as prestigious as Stanford to go from that 
and you just think about um, the backlash you would have gotten, I know, from friends and family, um, which eventually sold Zip2 in the year we were born in 1999. He sold Zip2 for over $307 million, which is crazy to think about. I mean, you can take him as an individual during his time in university before staying Stanford, two days in Stanford, which he actually, um, the student house he was living in, he made it into a nightclub in which he had to put black bags over uh, the windows of the house and which he had his friend that would, um, he would keep the party going. And as well, he would also hire his mother as a door lady and also help with the day-to-day tasks mm. in these club student house. Mm. And oftentimes he would stay upstairs, the sober one, just playing video games. You know, it's just for me, he's such an revolutionary and entrepreneur and a philanthropist you know from such humble beginnings as that as well also university i remember i read a lot about him just eating well ramen noodles as most university students do and not to get malnutrition he would actually just add a couple pieces of bell pepper like red bell pepper not to get malnutrition and if you take it if you look at him today which i found also is quite an interesting thing for me about billionaires and things like that. I mean, have you realized he's actually selling up quite a bit of his uh, illustrious estates and mansions? Um, lots of uh, his reported time, which he uh, actually stays at a mobile home. You know, those actually you buy, I don't think it's from Amazon, actually. That would be funny though, Amazon. <laughs> but it would be a mobile home they set up and actually he does not even owe it. He rents it out. So, which is quite crazy for me to see, you know, it's closer to work. I think that is where, I don't know if it's closer to Tesla or the SpaceX building, but but interesting these ways these billionaires you know spend their money and how they after all these illustrious acquisitions and things how their lifestyle itself becomes more and more simplistic you know like that's just interesting for me i don't know what what your take is on that i remember reading about the former ceo of twitter and there was jack dorsey and he was quite uh, similar in the way that he was radical so he would take two weeks off uh, and go on like a retreat or just like disappear into the woods. He was very spiritual. He was a vegan. Mm. He, he, he like had one meal a day and it was pretty much just a blend of, you know, salt and lemon juices and he'd wake up and go to his sauna. Like he was, he was just, and, and he ran Twitter at the time. He stepped down in November, 2021 by the current CEO Parag Agarwal and uh still the ceo for square the the payment receipts company so it it is interesting seeing how minimalistic these these men live now mind you jack dorsey doesn't have the net worth elon musk does but elon musk could literally lose it all tomorrow and buy it back again in a heartbeat a a few times over and yet he chooses to have nothing i think i saw one of his interviews with joe rogan he pretty much does it just to flex. So they say, oh, so you're the rich guy. Look at all the stuff you have. And then they go, what stuff? I don't have any stuff. You know, like, there you go. They've got nothing on me now. Um, but yeah, as for Tesla, I, one thing I do think is very ironic and also contradicts the, the email is um, if Tesla is so busy, you know, changing the world and being the most important product out there then how come we haven't heard anything in the last three years about electric trucks from tesla like we we heard about the quote truck the the cyber truck the the cyberpunk vehicle but where have 
we actually, whenever we last actually heard about fleet vehicles, you know, like you, you think fleet, you've got Scania, Freightliner, Volvo. Where's the, where's the electric Tesla truck? I remember the last thing I saw um, pertaining to the electric Tesla truck was actually Elon's physical presentation of it, which, which was quite interesting. He had some thoughtful um, and inventive talking points there as like they would never use brake fluid again. So essentially your brakes would go on forever. They would never be have to be replaced. Second of all, I think it works on a combination um, of four uh, electrical engines. So essentially if two would fail, it would still keep going. So Actually, quite as a revelation is you think about it, such a, a heavy machine of transport that is a truck going over to completely electrical and keeping that sustainable. I think that's a step in the right direction, especially now with gasoline prices soaring. I think it was the uh, Audi company that's actually said that from 2030 and on, they would like actually to completely reduce their cars to a minimum that uses actual gasoline because it's completely go over electrical. So, yeah, I think it's a step in the right direction. And I think definitely with a company as innovative, although, as you said, we are waiting still on more news and um, in terms of production where it will start and so forth. But going electrical, is that a way that something you look forward to or are you going to miss the, the sheer nostalgic thrills of a gasoline car? The longer I live, the more I go for electric. Like I grew up. Um, around petrol heads i i well and truly grew up in the era before electric cars were a thing and the the, the benefits you know the financial benefits the the economic benefits the the environmental benefits of an electric car it it does astonish me um the affordability matter is obviously something that, that needs to be looked at because it's still brand new um and i think more so just the recycling the refurbishing of these batteries mainly that go out of use in the electric cars i think those are the things that need to be looked at because it's all still relatively new with tesla like they 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 they've let's let's stay with um semi trucks real quick so you have trucks like or companies like daimler mercedes benz they've already got electric buses they've got electric trucks in the making as well um freightliner who i just mentioned you know they've they've confirmed an electric bus as well um now if we go over to the cyber truck that's you know uh, uh, in south africa a bucky or in everywhere else in the world here in australia a utility this this vehicle this pickup truck they announced it three years ago uh they took orders for it they took money for it and we haven't heard a single thing since then um the the biggest revolution although i'll, I'll mention with uh, pickup trucks is that since then there's been a company called rivian it's come about now they're backed by amazon so you might have at one stage seen jeff bezos hop out of a rivian suv and get into a space shuttle so that's that company went public sometime at the end of 2021 and they went at like, I don't know, it was like $150 a share or they, they, they opened with $100 a share. It jumped to $170 a share. And now it's well and truly lost a lot of its value. Like it's, it's probably not even $50 a share now. Like they, they've just gone backwards. Um, I've read they're not fulfilling orders. I've read that they, they are having delays they're having issues and elon musk did actually say that the hardest part about you know making a machine is to actually make the machine that makes the machine 
if that makes sense. So that's what I feel like Rivian is not getting right at the moment. Um, as for Ford and Chevrolet in the US, the Ford F-150 Lightning, they've got an electric truck. Uh, the Chevrolet Silverado, they're working on electric trucks. Um, anyone else in the mix, I guess you can say are working on electric trucks. So the, the, the competition is definitely getting intense. The electric cars becoming more affordable. So who knows what's actually going to happen for Tesla in terms of competition. They might still innovate, but if the market is no longer, if there's no more demand for the cars in the market, then who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, because I think in large scale, in order for electrical cars and vehicles to become the norm, I think definitely um, the facilities for it, um, the infrastructure for that has to be developed quite a bit because I hardly think that in a country even like South Africa, we have any uh, form of uh, facilities in order to charge your electrical vehicle in a country, which amongst like the Afrikaans people, a buckiest, more of a religious idea than it is an actual car. Um, going fully electrical, I think it's very cool that if we can do that in a grand scale things and do it more and bigger and faster, I think definitely electrical cars would quickly more become the norm as opposed to just being uh, an interesting idea the next part of this conversation here i was reading about apple's app store and basically what they've done so I, apple is is real big on safety and fraud prevention and privacy and whatever it is they do with your data the app store alone in 2021 they prevented nearly one and a half billion dollars in fraudulent transactions they have deactivated 170 million fraudulent customer accounts. They have prevented 3.3 million stolen credit cards. Like I, I can just keep going down the list. Like the, the app store on Apple is really safe for you as a developer or you as a customer to go and launch your product and do your shopping around for your apps or whatever, like, like, yeah, Apple says that it plans to continue to work to detect these fraudulent activities and, yeah, just continue to make it a safe and trusted place for users to find and download their apps. Like that, I, I thought that was very interesting. And then I also read that Google Play Store, to go on over to Android side, their apps are now being forced to disclose what data is being collected. So now, you know, the consumer will actually have the screen that comes up that shows you what data has been collected, like your financial info, your photos and videos. And obviously I imagine we have the option to tick and say what we approve and what we want to be collected and whatnot. So it's, it's definitely becoming very discouraging for fraudsters to now get onto these apps and platforms and actually go about and, you know, make a quick buck off of some unknowing customer. Like how, how do you, have you ever had like anything on your end that had to do with fraud or, or any suspicious activities on one of your accounts? Like Come to think of it, um, I had a notification from Apple about a month ago that says most of my accounts were um, in a data breach um, and I had to change all my passwords, which I found like, it's pretty cool, you know, like being notified that and in terms of data protection, but like, as you said, with, with fraud in terms of data collection by um, 
developers and app developers is like it's not a new thing you know it's, it's a thing that's always been there i think it's just become a thing we've become more aware of of late you know it's it's nothing new it's just like we've become more aware of the situation at hand and we've been starting to take an interest in it um so yeah like i said it's not particularly me that i would know um there's things like fraudulent um apps or things like that but yeah i think now i'm just a bit more aware of Darza collection and i feel i feel quite rested assured as you said with because i personally i like using my apple i love um apple os it is in my opinion one of the best um operating systems there just um in terms of how safe it is and you can truly feel safe about your data i think that's a good thing that apple has it's its privacy which i feel is a bit not as open-ended as other um, operating systems for example like android and so forth but as we also did discuss uh, um, in our previous episode about um, linux and some of its operating systems like ubuntu it's also pretty very um well thought and well developed um applications the things you use there um, in terms of privacy so i think it's just like i said in the beginning it's a thing we're far more aware of than we were in the past and making it more and more difficult for fraudsters you know to continue and operate the way they usually did and the irony is with apple and google now apple will essentially become google cloud's biggest customer like Apple uh, is obviously in competition with Google, Google phones, Android devices, but they're one of the top customers. Like about five, five or so years ago, um, or six years now, I should say, Apple signed a deal with Google Cloud to host some of its iCloud services. And this is obviously now a, a huge loss for Amazon and Microsoft who, you know, hosted some of the Apple's iCloud services as well. Now, bearing in mind this year alone, Apple is going to spend $300 million on increasing its cloud services, the size of its cloud. So that's a hefty amount. And um, the information that Apple has claimed is going to boost its spending on Google's cloud by by 50%, you know, at the, at the end of this year. So I thought that was really interesting to see how, I guess you could say you have two people in competition with each other in on on stage, but in the background they're actually you know doing deals and and helping each other achieve their objectives, be it indirectly. So I thought that was pretty cool. But otherwise, a really good note to end on. So stick around for our final episode in technology coming up next take it away brendan <laughs>